Good morning and welcome to another edition of Today's Nutrition, where we look at what is hot in the news, what's new in research, or anything that can affect our health, vitality, and longevity. Today, I'm going to talk about the evils of sugar. You've heard me say it, if I were the devil and I couldn't outright kill people, I'd get them addicted to sugar. It undermines health in every way, and it burns up nutrients in its metabolism while bringing nothing to the party. No B vitamins for the brain, no energy-producing effects, no magnesium. And it burns that up quickly, so it's going to leave you tense and on edge. I'll tell you more later. We're going to talk all about sugar today, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I love learning and teaching you all sorts of things about how to keep your body healthy. Life goes by fast enough without having it cut short by an illness that could have been prevented by kicking sugar, for example. You know, I think the more information you have, the better choices you can make. And with better choices, you are going to get better results like health, vitality, and longevity. I've been doing this for over 45 years, and I've studied, got credentials, gone to school forever, and I know what it takes to have vitality, health, and longevity. There are certain rules that our biology needs to be healthy. I call them the six rules of biology. Modern lifestyles are breaking a lot of these rules over and over, and we just have to learn how to integrate healthy things back into our life so we have a chance for health, vitality, and longevity. In America, we spend more money by far on health care, I call it sick care, than any other country, and we are among the sickest. I think the statistics is we rank 37th. That's just so wrong. You know, we're, we're just above Cuba and Slovenia. Of course, one of the rules for good health is good food. We have gotten so far away of knowing what good food is, starting with Betty Crocker, who was simply a character created to sell more mixes and processed food. Sugar started getting a real foothold with processed foods. The whole subject of sugar in the health industry, it's confusing. You're going to hear people say, experts, it's okay in moderation. Or your body isn't designed to digest sugars. Or sugar-free products are always healthy. Or artificial sugars are the worst for you than sugar. Or I love this one. You need sugar for energy. Or sugar is addictive like a drug. What are you supposed to believe? Which ones, if any, are right? All of these common claims with sugar, like they oppose each other. But one thing is for sure, we are consuming more sugar in our diet than ever before. Average American consumes 150 to 170 pounds of sugar a year. That's a lot. And that's not even honey or maple syrup or anything else. That is 150 to 170 pounds. That's like a quarter to a half a pound a day. 30 to 60 teaspoons per day. I challenge you to count how many grams of sugar you're taking in. Hard to believe you can take in a half a cup a day, but if you're consuming it in your sugars and your lattes and your mochas, in your cookies or in your biscottis or your breads or your crackers, and maybe you put a little honey in your smoothie, maybe you're getting some ice cream or frozen yogurt or all your baked goods, places you can expect it, but it's also hidden in a majority of the foods you probably eat regularly, even ketchup. When you start reading labels, you're going to be shocked. And in Europe, same product, same company is going to sell a totally different product in, U in Europe that is lower in sugar and additives. Starbucks, McDonald's, just to name a couple, check it out. It's really awful 
how much we are fed. So if sugar's already in the food we eat, and we're getting lots of it, why should we care? It's not like everyone is sick, right? Well, at least not immediately. But I would have to say sugar is insidious. It's that chronic daily intake that causes problem. Devil's in the details. The problem with excessive sugar consumption is that most health issues don't manifest immediately. The body is really resilient. It tries so hard to keep things in balance as long as it can, backup systems after backup systems. And it's not like you eat it and you get sick. In fact, it's just the opposite. You eat it, you feel great, and your brain and taste buds go, yum, oh, give me more. And that's it. Every time you do need more and more to get the same thing. So what are some of the problems associated with sugar? Mental illness and behavioral problems are often attributed to other sources beyond diet. Can't be something as simple as diet to contribute to behavioral problems, right? Allergies, arthritis, and migraines are explained by vague things like our environment, stress levels, a response to medication, other problems like immune disorders, degenerative disease, diabetes, cancer, all take a long time to develop and diagnose. And most people and doctors aren't grabbing their food journals at this point to search for the connection. But there's a lot more research being conducted on the effects of sugar on the human health day by day. In the thousands and thousands of research articles, there's not a one that says sugar builds health. More and more, it's being tightly linked to the development of disease. Not looking good for sugar. The best to understand how dangerous sugar is, you have to know what it's made of. So we only get it from two plants generally. One is sugar beets or sugar cane. In our bodies, that breaks down to glucose and fructose. Glucose is an important energy source, easy to obtain. Our bodies produce it easily. In one way, by breaking down fat stores, simple as that. You got plenty on hand. No need to consume it at all. If you've got, I mean, most people have over 20% of their body weight as fat. And you can convert for weeks on end without taking in any extra. So that's the glucose. The other part, fructose, it's different. Your body doesn't need that and it doesn't produce any. And, and frankly, there is no physiological need for it at all. So then... We talk about insulin, sugar, insulin, insulin resistance, hot topic. Every medical journal is publishing on insulin resistance. Insulin is an important hormone in the body. It directs glucose into the cells, kind of like, you know, you consume sugar and then you have to have insulin secreted so that it can unlock the cell and get it into the cell. But if you're going heavy duty on the sugar, those cells get so much Go, so tired of having that sugar knocking on the door all the time and the pancreas gets fatigued and it's un- unable to keep up with the demand. You know, it's called insulin resistance. High insulin leads to insulin resistance. It's kind of like a bad marriage. You know, it just stops listening to each other and, you know, so they're yelling louder and louder to be heard. You know, it's kind of what it is. So we've covered this over and over again, but insulin resistance is thought to be the biggest player in all sorts of our chronic diseases. Huge player in type 2 diabetes, obesity, metabolic 
syndrome, fatty liver disease, cardiovascular disease, dementia, high blood pressure, menopausal symptoms, and it is the leading cause of infertility in young women, polycystic ovarian syndrome. Crazy. And really not address that even if blood sugar is controlled, these risk factors still persist. So you've got to address the root cause of the problem, diet and lifestyle. No pill or drug are going to correct it. We have got to correct diet and lifestyle. And obesity. It's no secret obesity is a serious epidemic. One in three kids, two out of three adults are overweight or obese. And that was before COVID when we were told to stay home and eat. Anxiety, obesity, fatty liver disease has gotten so much worse. Sugar's role in weight gain is much more serious than just adding empty calories. You know, instead, it affects the hormones responsible for satiety and feelings of satisfying your hunger. So it leads you to eat more and more. Sure, you see the problem. And knowing this, there is research that shows there is a 60% increase of obesity in children after a daily serving of sugar-sweetened beverages. Important to know that weight gain from sugar is often around the abdomen. So if you notice your waistline spreading, your belt's getting on the bigger notch, it's probably sugar. Weight gain around the middle is visceral fat, and that is the dangerous kind. That is the toxic fat. You know, so sugar, leading cause in obesity. You know, so now we talk about the fructose. That's metabolized by the liver, but only in tiny amounts at a time. So if there's already enough sugar in the liver, eating more sugar overloads it, and it's forced to turn it into fat. And that process is the beginning of non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. The cure is no medicine. It is reversal in diet and lifestyle. No drug can heal it. Yeah, so, and, and really... No alcohol involved, but the fat causes the same scarring as alcohol does. So what about the heart? You know, we've got misconceptions about the role of cholesterol. Saturated fat, not necessarily the culprit. Sugar is. Sugar will rise, show a huge rise, and with fructose especially, in the LDL cholesterol, the blood glucose, the insulin, and abdominal obesity linked to cardiometabolic syndrome, syndrome X, metabolic syndrome, insulin resistance, really all the same thing. So those are the major risk factors in developing heart disease. Now immunity, pretty poignant right now with this COVID ongoing pandemic. Your immune system is responsible for defending your body against illness. That's a big deal. According to Loma Linda University, 100 grams of sugar can make your white blood cells 40% less effective in killing germs. On top of already putting your body in a stressed and irritated state, sugar directly affects your main line of defense against disease. And the most alarming thing is it can last for five hours. So if you have any kind of sweetener in your, like your oatmeal or your coffee at breakfast, and then at lunchtime, you got a pop or a sweet tea, or maybe even a smoothie, and a granola bar for a snack and a dessert at dinner, you've got a whole day of depressed immunity. I don't know about you, but I want all I can do to keep my immune system tipped up with the virus these days. And the one that terrifies people, cancer. It's hard to believe that something so prevalent in our diets can cause cancer, but it's true. Sugar is related, how? Through insulin. 
one of the main hormones responsible for regulating the growth of cells, it's the insulin. You know, you've heard it said that cancer feeds on sugar. You're right. Einstein's friend Otto Warburg was the first one that found that cancer has an alternate pathway, different than anything else. In fact, one of the common cancer diagnosis procedures, the PET scan, will inject radioactive sugar into the body. Watch where it goes. It goes straight to the tumors. Tumors love sugar. Okay, so remember what I said about insulin and sugar? Consuming sugar raises insulin, insulin growth factors. So there is a considerable amount of evidence that elevated insulin levels contributes to cancer risk and progression. So then also, how does it affect our brain? Well, a lot. Studies show that sugar slows down the brain's function, hinders new learning, and decreases memory recall. Dementia is being called type 3 diabetes. I always ask people with a loved one that's been diagnosed, did they love sugar? Always I get, oh yeah, they love sugar. The same enzyme that breaks down insulin in the brain, called the insulin-degrading enzyme, breaks down the beta amyloid plaque associated with Alzheimer's disease. So if the body is busy breaking down insulin, it doesn't have time to break down the plaque. And mood, such a strong correlation between high sugar intake and depression and anxiety. I mean, when you think of it, when you have a sugar crash, what happens? You're irritable, your mood's bad, you've got brain fog and fatigue. Now imagine that not going away. And it disrupts our brain's neurotransmitters that stabilize our moods. So all of these, so important. And sugar's addicting. Dopamine is a neurotransmitter responsible for controlling the reward pleasure centers in the brain. So when you eat a lot of sugar, massive amounts of dopamine are released in your brain. You continue to consume sugar because it makes you feel really good. But then the dopamine receptors downregulate, making them less responsive. So you need more and more to get the same pleasure. See what I mean? It's a drug. It's addictive. You know, they've done a study on rats and sugar and I think it was cocaine, and they gave them a choice. You know, they were addicted to both. They gave them a choice. You know, they withdrew it, and then they gave them a choice every time. They chose the Oreos over the cocaine. You know, so there's a lot of things that go on and on and on. But, you know, ton of information, maybe even a little bit overwhelming, but that's okay. I think knowledge is going to help you make better choices, and better choices are going to give you better results. So just keep working on it. Don't give up, you know. Just practice makes progress. There is no perfection, but it's worth working on. Your health is really all you have. It's worth doing everything you can to keep your health. Changing your habits, taking control of your health takes a little bit of effort, but also rewarding. Making the right changes, you're going to experience better weight, more energy, prevent, maybe even reverse some serious illness, so there's really value in kicking sugar to the curb. Changing your diet, lifestyle, can become the healthiest version of you. As a recovered sugaraholic, I know where I'd be. I know what I wouldn't have. How sad my life would have been. That's what I want for you. I don't want you to suffer from any chronic disease that's brought on by diet and lifestyle when it can be prevented. So... Anyway, thanks for listening to another edition of Today's Nutrition. I hope you learned something that will help you or someone you love. Have a great day and take really good care of yourself.